Today is the sixth day of the Lenten journey. First Baptist Church of Athens offers daily devotions prepared by our members to support you in your pilgrimage to the cross. Alexis Jorgensen shares the devotion today, which follows a reading of Matthew 18, verses 15 through 22, from the voice translation. Allow for the music played by Addison Acock to relax your mind, calm your heart, and ready your spirit to listen for God. This is what you do if one of your brothers or sisters sins against you. Go to him in private and tell him just what you perceive the wrong to be. If he listens to you, you've won a brother. But sometimes he will not listen, and if he does not listen, go back, taking a friend or two friends with you. For as we have learned in Deuteronomy, every matter of communal import should be testified to by two or three witnesses. Then, if your brother or sister still refuses to heed, you are to share what you know with the entire church. And if your brother or sister still refuses to listen to the entire church, you are to cast out your unrepentant sibling and consider him no different from outsiders and tax collectors. Remember this, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And this, if two or three of you come together as a community and discern clearly about anything, my Father in heaven will bless that discernment. For when two or three gather together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Peter said, Lord, when someone has sinned against me, how many times ought I to forgive him? Once? Twice? As many as seven times? Jesus said, You must forgive not seven times, but seventy times seven. As someone who's been part of Christian communities, I've heard this passage cited more times than I can remember. Whether it's a ministry, a workplace, or a small group of friends, we are quick to cite this framework as we feel the inevitable friction between ourselves and others. Unfortunately, this means that my most distinct memories are recalling the times when I've seen this guidance used to punish, humiliate, and cast out. And the longer I think about the way people have turned this tool into a harmful weapon against others, my instant reaction is to throw my hands up and run far, far away. But I want to live a life obedient to God, which means I can't just cherry-pick through the Bible until I don't feel discomfort. I have to dig in deeper to find the truth of how Jesus has perfectly called us to live in community, even and especially when it's hard. 
And as it turns out, looking to Jesus has revealed the way this passage calls us to do the difficult but worthy work of reconciliation in a loving way. Jesus didn't shy away from having hard conversations. Instead, he taught us how to approach them. Whether Jesus was confronting his closest friends or a stranger at a well, he did it all with humility, radical grace, and overwhelming generosity, which is simultaneously such good news and very difficult as we fight against our human instincts. Now, I'll admit that when I feel that I've been wronged, my self-preservation kicks in, and I so badly want to fall back on self-righteousness and scorekeeping. It feels safe and productive. And it's the exact opposite of what Jesus did, because he didn't tally up all of the ways others owed him, or how he would never do or say something so wrong. He chose humility over contempt, and forgiveness over fairness. He met us in all of our brokenness, fully aware of our imperfections, and he gave his life up for us anyway. The only person without sin to walk this earth chose to meet both his followers and the ones who hated him with grace and a generous spirit every time, even when it cost him his life. So how do we practice this guideline for living in a diverse community with others? I think we have to get honest. Yes, this scripture has been weaponized before, but that doesn't mean we get to give up on it. Because God calls us to deny ourselves and choose what's better, not just what's easier. We are imperfect people living with imperfect people who are bound to hurt us sometimes just as we hurt them, even if we don't like to admit it. And this means we can choose to take the Lord's Prayer seriously as we forgive others because we have been forgiven. And Jesus has shown us firsthand that we have difficult conversations with others full of humility, grace, and generosity. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you that you call us into community and give us the hope of navigating difficulties with others through the perfect example of Jesus Christ. Help us shape our lives and our interactions to look more like you today through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <laughs>